0: Cardi here, welcoming you to Now I See, a podcast where people of vision share their eye-opening experiences that helped them shift focus, gain perspective, and see themselves and their world in a whole new way. We invite you to pull up a chair to the conversational table, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy our show. We're hoping our time together will encourage, elevate, and engage you toward your own eye-opening moments. My special guest today is Gracie Hansen. Gracie, welcome to Now I See. Hi, um... Gracie, you have the golden glow of someone who has just spent two weeks at camp, one as a counselor and the other as a guest. We'll want to talk more about that in our show today. Gracie is a middle sister of three in a busy family. She just got her driver's license, a job at Chick-fil-A, and helps with her mom's estate sale business, Prairie Pearls. She's entering her junior year of high school, a member of the girls' softball team, and active in her church youth group. She plays the ukulele and is pretty competitive when it comes to cards and board games. And Gracie, you have a surprising hobby, but there are other things I want to talk about first. So listeners, you'll have to stay tuned to find out what that is. Gracie, I see you as easygoing, patient, understanding, tolerant, flexible, and a little bit of a thrill seeker. How do you see yourself? Or maybe, how would you like others to see you?
1: Oh, that's a that's a pretty big question. Um, pretty much how you described you described me very well.
0: So, how has your personality been formed over the years? Clearly, you have some interesting bents. Have you always been adventurous, or is that something new?
1: Um, I think that's something new. As a kid, I don't think I was I wasn't a crazy child. I don't think, but um, with traveling a lot, I've been traveling since I was, uh, I don't know, like. A baby. (laughs) So um, that's always been super exciting. And just now with flying and everything, I've definitely come out of my shell a little bit more.
0: You're also playful. Um, You just came back from some camps.
1: I did come back from some camps. I uh, did kids camp with uh, my church, First Baptist. We went to Riverbend, which is in Glen Rose, Texas. And we stayed there for a week, and I was able to make some really good connections with all the kids there. And my fellow counselors were also some really good friends of mine, so we all had fun doing that together. And then I went to youth camp. That was uh, it was interesting this year because it was a little different than how we usually do youth camp. It was in a smaller camp with uh, just two other churches or three other churches, sorry. And it, it was different, but it was still really good experience. I always love going to camp. I feel like it really convicts me, brings me closer to God. It's just nice to be able to get away from all of my daily things and just I'm able to fully listen to what God is saying.
0: I find that true for my own camp experience. When you get out of your regular routines and your regular environment and you get out in nature, it seems like your senses are heightened just because you have to pay attention, things are new and different. And I think that camps can be a really powerful way to reconnect with yourself and then to learn things about yourself. Is there anything that you learned about yourself this year at youth camp?
1: Something I learned about myself was I lack in self-discipline. I will make up all these excuses about how I can't do my quiet time every day. And so I, ever since then, been trying to be... More hard of my not hard in myself, but more um I'm totally blanking in the word. More
0: <laughs> disciplined. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> how you I
1: guess you can put it that way. Um, but
0: yeah. That will be um a challenge for you your whole life. I've been working on that particular attribute myself for a long, long time. But I can also assure you that as you become better at it, um you like yourself. You have so many more opportunities to do things uh, that you wouldn't have had if you weren't more disciplined. And especially as a pilot, you know the discipline and the rigor of having to pay attention to all the details, even on the ground, as well as when you're in the air. And so self-discipline will serve you well your whole life. And I love that that is a new adventure for you. And so I hope that will go well. So tell me about kids camp. Is this the first time you've been a counselor?
1: Yes, this is the first time as a counselor. My mom actually went as like an adult leader And she was saying how much she did not like it. She is not, (laughs) she is not a hot like heat person, Uh, so she hated the heat (laughs) there. And so I was pretty scared to go because my mom, I I know she liked it, she had fun with everyone there, but it was kind of made me nervous because she was like so hot the whole entire time and uncomfortable. But for me, it was actually a whole lot of fun. I. looking forward to doing it again next year and some years after that despite the heat
0: it was it was a pretty great experience I think that's a lot of fun too and just the opportunity to build into people who are coming up behind you to see them and to get to know their story a little bit and to encourage them on the path and I know it means a lot for them to look up to someone like you and to be able to follow your footsteps so thank you for doing that and you confessed to me before we got started that you are virtually undefeatable <laughs> and become entirely undefeated in Dutch Bliss.
1: Yes. Um,
0: advice to people about <laughs> Dutch
1: Bliss. Don't ever play me in Dutch Bliss because you will lose. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best advice I can give you. But I love that game so much. I will probably play it when I get home with my mom because talking about it makes me want to play it. and I have not played it in a long time. But it's super fast game. If you're not fast, don't play. <laughs> um, it's it's really great. It's so much fun. <laughs> and it's super confusing to explain too. But once you get the hang of it, it's you have a great time.
0: And how long have you been playing? Is that something that your family's always done, or is that a new um, game for you?
1: We went to West Virginia three years ago, and my mom's cousins brought back. They went on their honeymoon in Pennsylvania, and so they brought that game back with them, and we played we played, and we played, and we played. And it was so much fun. So we ordered our own pack of cards, and we've been playing ever since then. Very
0: yeah. fun. That's how I learned to play spades. I was on a family vacation, and somebody <laughs> brought a deck, and I thought, yeah, we're here. Why not? So you are entering junior year I of am. high school. Tell me a little bit about what it's like to be a junior at your school.
1: Um, My school, it's a little different than most schools. It's a university-method school, so we have a little bit more of a workload and just the style of how they do it is a little different than like a public school. It, w- it gets pretty stressful sometimes um, with the workload that you get, but able to overcome it and hopefully this year get better grades. Because I think like last year with COVID, I was doing online school for a while. That was very hard. So hard. And um, so I feel like this year's
0: going to be a lot better. Newsflash. It was hard for everybody. So if <laughs> you're, you're right. competing, there you it go. They hard. all lost a year, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand you like history. Why?
1: I do like history. Um, It's just fascinated me. I took world history uh, last year, and some of the stuff was super interesting. I love U.S. history the most because I just do. I took it in eighth grade, and... That was the, really the only class in eighth grade that I'd like to pay attention to. My teacher was she was great. I loved her so much. When I went to Boston, that was a super cool experience. I loved seeing all of the the history there. You
0: told incredible. me it was hot when you were there. Did you walk it? Was, it? We did did. walked the Freedom Trail. We did walk the Freedom Trail. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> even though <laughs> it was quite so an hot. undertaking, it is. Um But it was so much fun, even though. The Heat did follow us to Boston hmm. and left when we <laughs> we <laughs> left as well. But um, actually, when I was in Boston, I also went to Fenway Park for a baseball game. Oh, fun. And that was super cool. Yeah, you kind of have to do that baseball. if you're there.
0: That's fun. Do you play baseball?
1: I play softball. Yeah, there we go. I did Good. softball for the first time. Not for the first time. I played when I was am kid. I'm uh-huh. not, uh, like 10 years old, yeah. probably. But then I stopped playing for a while. And I played for my school last year. Definitely not the best. <laughs> um, I'm not <laughs> super athletic, but I try my hardest, and it's pretty fun. One of my good friends is on the team with me, and so can't wait for it to start up again next year.
0: What position?
1: I'm in outfield.
0: Yep. To so like to swing the bat.
1: <laughs> it usually never comes out there. <laughs> um, with my school, our school is smaller, yeah. so we don't play like super great teams, and we're not a super great team ourselves, but. It's not very exciting. I played church league
0: <laughs> ball and just thought that was so much fun. And I also started in the outfield, mm-hmm. And I was so excited the day they moved me in. And when yeah. I finished, I was playing third, which I loved. It was so much fun. Yeah. So and I, you know, worked with people to get my batting better because I didn't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> so yeah, once you figure yeah. it out, it's fun. But I think the fun. thing um, I enjoyed most was just the camaraderie. I liked being on a team with people. Oh yeah, and that is super fun.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, I have to say, I like practices more than I like games. Games, <laughs> no I get so stressed out so easily. <laughs> and so games, even though I was in outfield, just standing there doing nothing, I would always be so nervous. <laughs> so I do like practices Well, that's more. because
0: nothing happens until all of a sudden something happens. Yeah, and then you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Things are happening in the infield all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite as stressful. I mean, you get used to it. It's yeah. a relative thing. So I want to go back to Boston a little bit. Tell me um, some of the highlights of that trip for you. And were you always interested in history or did that happen just because you were in a place where so much history was made? How did that work?
1: I had always been kind of interested in it. I didn't know much about it. And then I went to Boston. I was like, oh, wow, this is super cool. Mm-hmm. That trip was, I don't remember too much of it because it was, I was like 12, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't, my memory's bad as it is. So looking back... I don't remember too much about the trip but I just know it was super fun I went with my parents uh, we stayed at we stayed at an Airbnb that was super nice
0: if Gracie sounds like a typical teenage girl fasten your seat belts because this episode is about to take off you can find us on Facebook at Kit McCarty N-I-S, or visit our website, nis.media, for show notes that include references to places we've mentioned, videos of Gracie's adventures, and contact information for Gracie in case you want to keep the conversation going. While you're there, you can pick up on any podcasts or blogs you may have missed, sign up for our newsletter, and add your voice to the conversation about this week's discussion topic. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also appreciate your recommendation of this show to your friends and a good rating and review to help others find us too. One can never have too many friends. We're going to get to what everybody wants to know. (laughs) How did you get into flying? Okay, so
1: uh, when uh, my freshman year of high school... My mom wasn't always able to pick me up from school, and so my grandpa Coco, that's what we call him, um, he would pick me up and we would go get ice cream after school before he dropped me off at my house, and he would always tell me all of these great stories from when he was a pilot. He was a flight instructor for a long time, and he um, helped his dad recover planes and help fix them up, um, so he always had such interesting stories, and they always fascinated me, and so... One day uh, in the summer, he was like, would you ever be interested in flying? And I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Like, it sounds, it sounds pretty scary. I don't know if I, I, like, I'm only, I was 15 at the time. I was like, I don't know if this is something 15-year-old girls do. (laughs) So I was pretty nervous, but I was like, yeah, I would like to try it out. And I'm so glad that I did because once I got in the plane, everything, it just felt right. And it felt supernatural. I was never nervous at all. And after that discovery flight, I knew that that is what I wanted to do. And that was something I wanted to pursue for my career.
0: So what does it feel like to hop in a plane and to watch the earth fall away from you and to just float above it all? What, what is that like for you?
1: For most people, that is one of the scariest things. But I think it's one of the coolest things. Me too. It's, it's a really interesting feeling. It's something you'll never forget, like going up in the first time.
0: So, tell me a little bit about the discovery flight. Did they actually let you fly that first time, or did you uh, have to watch somebody? Let do me it?
1: fly a little bit. Yeah. Um, looking back, I was really, I was really not flying at all. <laughs> but we flew to AT&T Stadium from Grand Prairie Airport, and I, I flew. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and um, it was it was pretty cool. I was uh, I was not nervous at all. People. Like, my mom was like, oh, were you you nervous? I was like, no, not at all. And I feel like that was a really big indicator that this is what I was supposed to do.
0: So which was easier to learn, to fly a plane or drive a car?
1: They, I feel like you can't really even compare the two, except for they get you to one place to another. They're very different. Driving a car, super easy. But to me, flying the plane just comes really naturally. And it's a lot of stuff you have to learn. Like, there's so many factors that go into flying a plane. Like, all the different airspaces, especially around here, it gets really complicated. I still have not grasped that fully. But then, like, with navigation, they are having me do it the old school way. They also have the GPS inside the plane. So, just kind of figuring everything out. And just being able to feel the plane. Like, you can't just... uh, My grandpa always tells me, always fly the plane. Because that's what you have to do first before you can take any like technical things into consideration so in order to be a pilot you have to really feel the plane
0: and describe feeling the plane um just uh, feeling the way
1: it moves like uh especially in the heat it will Mm -hmm. rise Mm -hmm. a whole lot and it'll make the plane go up so you have to be able to feel that happening and correct the plane just little things like that
0: is it quiet or is it loud
1: when i'm by myself it is very quiet yeah if you didn't have the headset on, it would be very loud because the plane is super loud. When I'm by myself, it's really peaceful and quiet. Sometimes it's a little too quiet, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it kind of freaks me out a little bit.
0: So what are you flying? Are you flying Piper? Cessna? What are you flying? I'm
1: find? flying a Cessna 172. It's kind of
0: um, and have you worked on that plane as well? Are you Are you also learning uh, the mechanics of the plane as um, well as flying? Do you and your I grandpa do that together?
1: I Have not learned like the mechanical stuff right. behind it, just flying for now? I think that's something I'm gonna do in college
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I want to major in aerospace engineering, so that's gonna I'll do lots of uh, mechanical stuff in college.
0: Yeah, I imagine you will. so that's fun. Although I drive a car and I can't do anything mechanical on it, but (laughs) so, you know, knowing how things work isn't necessarily prerequisite to being able to take advantage of them, but so who most inspired you besides your grandfather in flying? Was there anybody else that was instrumental or anybody else that encouraged you?
1: No one, no one else really, but my family has always encouraged me throughout this whole process. You
0: say that, but I saw a video the very (laughs) first time that you were up in the air. Uh, Not everybody was encouraging.
1: My (laughs) mom, she was very encouraging. She's always (laughs) posting about my little flying endeavors, and she has been really great through it all. But when I soloed for the first time, (laughs) she looked like she was about to throw up. I think she was about to throw up. She was so nervous and just going a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I saw that video, and I thought yeah. that was
0: so funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So where would you like to fly?
1: I would like to fly everywhere. I don't want to limit myself to, like, just staying in Texas or staying in America. and like to go everywhere. I think it would be so much fun to be able to fly all over the world.
0: I think so, too. There's so many beautiful places to see. And seeing them from the air is very different than seeing them on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, I, I imagine what fun that will be for you. So, let's talk about what you're going to do with flying. You said that you're going to choose this as a career. Yes. So, what do you see yourself doing with flying? I what are some uh, of your options? I
1: have uh, a lot of different options. I change my mind almost every day on what I want to do. <laughs> so, uh, option one is either during college or right after college, I'll start. Uh, to become a flight instructor and get all my hours and then go to a regional airline, then a major airline, and just see where that takes me. And then I have the next option. It was going to the Air Force and making that kind of my career and then retiring from there and going off to flying for FedEx. I think that would be really interesting, flying for them. My parents met someone who was in the Air Force, and now he flies for FedEx, and he sounds like he's doing really good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh So that would be... That would be a good career path, but another option, doing charter, like flying private jets for people, I think that would be super cool because, you know, all these people are going to go on vacation, they want you to fly them there, and then you kind of get to go on vacation too, so that would be super cool.
0: That would be fun. So, any thoughts on Jeff Bezos and his aerospace flight? Do you want to stay in the atmosphere, or do you have any ambition I towards something beyond that? Do
1: not want to do not at all. Flight. <laughs> I would like to stay on Earth. That's my goal.
0: So, what are some of the challenges that you faced when you're flying? Um, have you flown over mountains yet or over? No,
1: no mountains. Yeah. Um, flown over like lakes. Yes. Nothing too big. It never scared me flying over water. I mean, if I was flying over the ocean for the first time, I'm sure I'd be a little bit nervous. But, you know, just the little lakes, that doesn't really bother me yeah. that much. Um, I would say I haven't really come into any bad experiences while I've been flying. I've always been pretty cool.
0: Are you saying that because your mom's sitting right
1: here? (laughs) No, I'm not. I, I'm actually. I mean, I don't want to sound full of myself, but I like to think I'm a pretty good pilot. Yeah,
0: Um, I remember when I was doing my training. Touch and goes were fun. I loved them.
1: Tell us, tell us about Um, touch and goes. uh, You just when you're practicing, touch and goes are. There's a really good practice for landings actually in my training when it was that phase where you do touch and goes the weather so windy yes it was always windy so I had really never flown in a perfect day which I think was really good for me actually it didn't feel like it when you're trying to land in like super high winds but looking back now I can land pretty well because I had all those crazy weather days
0: have you so, flown in rain
1: not yet. I don't know when I'm supposed to do that. That's a part of the training. They want you to fly in rain. I have my night flight coming up soon. Good. I was going to ask if yeah, you've done gonna that Yeah, we're going to go yet. to Waco nice. to do that. We're going to do seven touch and goes there. Wow. Yeah, we're doing a lot that night. And so that's coming up after my cross country to Corsicana.
0: Yeah. Have you always been interested in aviation? In our city, we, d- we do a fun thing on holidays. We have the Blue Angels fly over yeah and i'm just it's amazing to just hear them roar by and to watch them as they go and i've always loved air shows and that kind of stuff have you followed some of those or this is just kind of Um, something i
1: think i've seen the blue angels right i'm pretty sure i've seen them fly before and um when i was smaller we would always go out to the airport and watch planes take off and land and that was a lot of fun but I never really had a huge interest in aviation uh-huh. until I started flying. Oh, wow, that's so fun.
0: So do you like speed? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. It was kind of it's, a rush. Uh,
1: I really, I, I want to be able to say I could be a fighter pilot because just the idea of it sounds super cool. You're in this super fast plane, and yeah. my mom is over here shaking her head no and putting thumbs down, but I think it would be super fun. But I have no idea how I would handle that. Because you're going so fast. And I don't yeah. know if I have the stomach for it, but maybe we'll see one day. Yeah, when
0: you see some of these pilots in their G suits, you know, because they're breaking the yeah. sound barrier and they're going so fast, or when they're doing crazy stunts in the air, that's kind of makes so cool. me
1: quease. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it'd be really cool to do like fun stunts. um I have no idea if I would ever do that, but I'd like to one day maybe.
0: <laughs> the mom says no. <laughs> That's oh, great. She not have to know. You know, I, I I always thought that too. Watching the Olympics and watching these downhill skiers or people on snowboards, and it's like, does your mom know you're doing that? Because that's really dangerous. I yeah. so, Always wondered if it took a special heart of a parent to be able to say, No, I want you to excel. Oh Take those risks. Do those things. That's how you get good. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's close out the show with some rapid fire questions. I'd love to hear your perspective or advice on these topics. Are you ready? So what are some of the lessons that you've learned? You've had some great experiences. You've done some traveling. You've um, discovered new things about yourself as you have opened yourself to learn about history and about aviation. Um, You have discovered what it's like to be a counselor and to build into the lives of others. What are some of the other lessons that you're learning?
1: Some of the big lessons I've learned over my life, uh, my sister, she... Was born prematurely, so her brain does not work like mine would, and so from a very young age, I was I had a lot of responsibility put on me because mm-hmm. the older sister of course. <laughs> couldn't. Of course, um, and I was I was always like the older sister, you know, like the experimental child because Sydney didn't she didn't really do like go hang out with her friends. So mm-hmm. She didn't mm-hmm. go hang out with her friends like I would want to. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was great having uh, to be the experiment person. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I, think, I think all of us are, no matter where we show up in the birth order. And I think that you have certainly developed some wonderful characteristics as a result of having someone who uh, has learning differences in your home, um, different ways of expressing, expressing themselves, different ways of relating. And I'm certain that has certainly in, uh, impacted the way that you show up in the world. Um, I see you as compassionate and caring, very patient, very tolerant, maybe not necessarily because you wanted to be, but because you had to be. And all of those are wonderful attributes that will serve you well in life. What advice would you give to those who find themselves in a relationship with somebody who is very different from them, who who thinks about the world differently, who expresses themselves differently? Do you have advice to give to someone like that?
1: Yeah, you just have to be super patient and really understanding. You have to understand that they don't think the same way as you, which that is very um, frustrating at times Mm -hmm. because you're just like, why can't you just understand this? Mm -hmm. But then you take a step back and you're like, okay, that's not how their brain works. I have to acknowledge that and take that into account. So just being patient.
0: Okay, and you're trying some new things. What would you say to people who are afraid to try new things?
1: Uh, Just go ahead and do it. You never know how it's going to be if you don't try it like I was I was scared before I got in the plane I was super nervous but once I got in it was amazing and I'm super glad that I did it
0: I think people often say that uh, that when they face their fears they're so much better on the other side Mm -hmm. they discover wow I'm good at this or wow I really like this I can't believe um I waited so long to try it and I think that's often people's perception of when they try new things what advice would you give to high schoolers who are uncertain about their future?
1: Praying about it is super great. I remember before I started flying, I'd always pray for my career, be like, please just show me what you want me to do with my life, um, just have your will be done. And it was. So pray, prayer is a super big part of that.
0: And you're a little sister mm-hmm. and you're a big sister. What advice would you give to sisters?
1: it's really about patience um me and my sisters are very different we mm-hmm. do not share a lot of common interests mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. super easy to get upset with one of no- mm-hmm. with one of another
0: That's sibling rivalry yeah. they have a name for it <laughs> for sure <'Cause> it's common <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah um just patience is w- and like, you know you love them so you need to act like you love them mm-hmm. <laughs> even
0: when mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to Thanks, friends. If you have enjoyed this conversation with Gracie Hansen, feel free to check our show notes and our blogs. Her contact information can be found there. I hope that you will enjoy listening to her as much as I have enjoyed this conversation with her. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Can you think of someone who would enjoy our show today? If so, please share it with them. You can help others find us too by liking, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Visit today's show notes for show highlights, links to recommended resources, including our own, nis.media. I'd love to hear what you have to say, so drop me a line at Kit McCarty, nis, on Facebook or at kit at nis.media. And if you'd like to hear more from me, sign up for my periodic newsletter when you're on my site. Special thanks to the production team at Headset Radio and to my friend Becky Salazar for the bumper music. I'm your host, Kit McCarty. See you again soon.